Welcome to Sermon Q&A. I'm Pastor Alex here in the studio with Pastor Craig and Pastor Michael. And on March 6th, 2022, we preached the second sermon in our series, How Jesus Made Followers. And so coming from that sermon, Pastor Michael, I have a question for you today. Mm. That question is, is my persistent sadness or depression sin? Yeah, you might be wondering if you read the passage of the wedding of, the, of Canaan and Galilee, how, how this question come comes out of it. How do we get here? Okay. And, uh, one of the, the mom and dad might be sad. That I know. Right? Yes, that <laughs> yes, could be. Yes, that's possible. So the, the one of the so what's at the end was was that one of the ways Jesus drew people was through his eating and drinking and joy and mm. laughter. And there was something yeah. about him that was super contagious. And mm. he is the source of all life. And so when you are connected to Christ, you're connected to the source of life. And that's emotional life, physical life, spiritual life, mm-hmm. wholeness. Jesus makes things whole. And so when we look at people and we say like, I, I use I use the first three fruit of the spirit. I said love, joy, and peace. So uniquely mark this man that mm. sinners and tax collectors were like, yes. And legalists and fundamentalists, Pharisees were, hated him. Yeah, right. And he... And it was interesting that the people, the sick, were drawn to the doctor mm-hmm. and the people who thought they were healthy but were actually really sick. Right. You know, were repelled we're, by him. Yeah. So, but now you're, if you're sitting in my message and you're, and I'm saying to you, um, the kingdom of God is eating and drinking and laughing and love and joy and peace. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here and you're going, um, that's not my experience. All I want is to right. be happy. Right. Like that would be my dream. If I could experience joy, yeah. if I, I wake up and I want to have my life or I wake up and I don't have any energy to get out of bed. And no. so, um, there is no way for me to preach on this without kind of saying, you know, Hey, FYI, it's like preaching on alcohol and acknowledging alcoholics. You got to just kind of address the, yeah. um, uh, the reality in the room. So is my persistent sadness or depression sin? Um, it may be, maybe not. Okay. Um, this, I think this is a scenario where you have to sit down with somebody and say, look, just let me hear your story. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think this is a good time to just identify a few things because most people aren't living in the clinical world of depression. They're not counseling. They don't understand it. They're not a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, um, and at the end of the day, depression itself, the experience of sadness, um, that is, that's a, a, an emotional reaction. It's a symptom. Mm-hmm. Um, depression itself is not a sin. Uh, it's, it's an indicator that something in your body, in your soul, in your mind is out of whack. There is a lack of wholeness somewhere. It may be your fault. It may not be your fault. Um, but it's like anxiety. Anxiety is a biological physical experience created by God to be put into your body as a red light. Yeah, it's it's a warning light, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So Jesus had anxiety in the garden of Gethsemane Mm -hmm. and the experience of anxiety wasn't sin. Anxiety is actually a good thing. It actually means your body is telling you like something's broken Something's off right now. Yeah. So if, if you're, if you have persistent depression or persistent sadness that just will not release your body's communicating to you, mm-hmm. that lack of desire to get out of bed um, is your body's way of saying something's not right. And um, if you don't have what it takes to get out of this thing, some, someone's got to intervene right. because this needs to change. Um, so depression can happen for a, a handful of reasons. And I think it's, I think it's fair to just identify some of these, but it's like a headache. I would never look at it as somebody who has a headache and say you're sinning, right? right. Now, if, if they jammed a nail in their head, I'd be like, that was stupid. That, that was might have actually yeah, been, been you sin, know, right? but like, <laughs> you might be dehydrated. Uh, you might have hormonal challenges or changes going on in your body. Um, you might have overworked yourself. You might have just gotten out of a sauna and been in there too long. You know, right, like, yeah. there's a million. So if somebody has a headache, you listen. Now, typically when someone has a headache, there are common reasons and less common reasons. Mm-hmm. But that's why you don't just say, Ah, headaches are sin. You just, you listen. And depression, I think is a lot like that. It's so here's, here's an option. Uh, Sometimes 
depression is just a result of broken chemicals in your body. If your thyroid stops working, um, man, you're going to just feel all different feels that you never even knew you could feel. And, and that I've never met anybody who says, I'd like to have broken chemicals and hormones in my body, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's bad. And so even when you're trying to go through the medication process of regulating yourself, it's a trial and error. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it gets worse because they give you the wrong medication or you thought you had the right one. So, um, I just, a lot of grace and patience on that one, hopefully for all these, but um, sometimes there are spiritual realities and, and yeah. there is oppression from the demonic realm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand. I'm not going to pretend to how demons have the ability to impact emotions. Um, but I am positive that spiritual climates have mm-hmm. very real impacts on our soul and emotions. And, and so the depression or I don't even know depression might be the wrong word. You might just say, I've been sad for a long time, you know, right. And, um, that could be spiritual. Um, sometimes it is the result of a series of poor decisions or one big poor right. decision that you made and you're experiencing relational brokenness, uh, physical brokenness, and it is your fault. So the depression isn't a sin, but mm-hmm. but you actually like made a handful and series of decisions that mm-hmm. led you to that to that that place. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have you have a trauma. Somebody does something to you and your body just stores this thing and and it's it's going to work itself out over a long period of time, but um, there the body has a way of of prolonged sadness and burden when it goes through a trauma, and it the the body wants to heal, and the body's constantly communicating, and it it, it could be something that happened years ago, and your body just will not release it, yeah. and you got to figure this stuff out. So again, I I, I want to be careful, but what I do what I do see, I see I, I mean I see all sorts of depressed people who are there for different reasons, but it is very common that somebody is eating poorly. They're making a series of bad decisions. Mm. They're making bad relationship decisions. They are making bad sexual decisions, bad entertainment decisions. Mm. They're filling themselves with the world and the world promises them temporary pleasure, but then gets Mm long-term pain Mm. emotionally, physically, spiritually, sexually, and they're depressed. And it's the depression isn't the sin. It's a symptom, but the experience is God giving them over to the repercussions of their decisions. And I can look at somebody and say, your depression stinks. And, and you might actually need medication yep. to get you out of it to like regulate yourself again. Yeah. I was crazy. Yeah. I just listened to a podcast about this kind of stuff on Friday mm-hmm. and it was interesting. They're talking about uh, just studies on happiness and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what uh, has been found is that <clears throat> by and large, most people have a sense of purpose, have a sense of like strong family, strong mm-hmm. relationships. But what happens, what they say is like, if you're like if you're drinking a lot, if you're not like eating poorly, if you're you know mm-hmm. not working, like you think like oh there's some core problem that's going to yeah. somehow resolve those things, and they, nobody believes if I change those things, it'll yeah. start to change. Yeah, my Elijah mood. is depressed, right? And God says, "Have some food, right? Take a nap, yeah. Wake up, and we'll start over." It's, and he gets up, and it's better, you right? Know, it's like, like crazy, crazy, just you know. like physiological stuff yeah. that can uh, make a difference there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, so you, you and me, but we've been working out for a few months now, right? Yeah, and I am I, a different person. I feel I, happier, <laughs> right? You know, like for sure, 100%. physical motion, uh-huh. the ability to use yeah. your body. And I'm not saying you haven't been working out, right, I, I just, <laughs> but you do seem a little sad. But, I just want to let you know. we, we keep talking about it, and you're like, no. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like it, the way you use your body and how you eat. I mean, if you're eating hot Cheetos and Doritos and Fritos and Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew and Coke every day, you're going to, it will have an an effect on the way you More than just like your physiology doesn't impact your emotional state, impact your mental state. So all of that. I, I think at the end of the day, um, 
getting, ha- having somebody sit down with you, whether it's a doctor or a counselor or a pastor, somebody you trust, somebody who loves the Lord and saying, let's just process through all of this. And, um, some of the, some of the, if it is circumstantial, hmm. 98% of this stuff, 99% of, of cases can be overcome with intentionality and like becoming a whole normal person with the Lord, with your relationships, mm. repenting and apologizing mm. when you need to, dealing with the junk that happened in your life, uh, paying attention to your blood work, figuring out what's happening hormonally, different things mm-hmm. like that. It might take a little time to get there, but it's actually doable. And I think it is incumbent upon us um, that we pursue a place. And what I mentioned, what I talked about in the sermon was that it's not that Jesus didn't experience grief and pain and anger and irritation. Mm-hmm. He did. They weren't his default. Right. His default, when he mm-hmm. went to bed at night, it was love, it was joy, and it was peace. He could yeah. sit in a boat in a storm and sleep like a baby because he wasn't controlled by all of that stuff out there. But he did have human experiences because he was fully for man. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think for us to pursue a place where love and joy and peace are our default, and they are, it is biblical and good to have the default interrupted by hard negative emotions. <clears throat> but we deal with them decisively, directly. We let ourselves experience them in the right amount of time. And we go back to our default. And that's what I think made Jesus so compelling is he was a real human who had real emotions, but his default was love and joy and peace. Mm-hmm. And that was the commission. This is, this is part of the messianic kingdom is a group of people who follow Jesus, who are eating and drinking and they're joyful and they're celebrating. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that happens out of the core part of your being, yeah. being love and joy and peace. I totally love it. And the one thing that I will add to the conversation Please. is that Jesus says, you will, in this world, you will have tribulation, yep. but take heart, I have overcome the world. Yep. And, then, and nobody would have listened to him if he didn't constantly yeah. demonstrate right. love, joy, and peace. Yeah. Yeah. They'd yeah. say, oh, you've overcome? Yeah, you don't really act like it. I don't want that kind of overcoming. So he obviously had something in his life, like you're talking something about. Something like that, yeah. That was, that was an attractive uh, default yeah. that wasn't overcome with the brokenness and the sadness in this world. Mm-hmm. Even though he cried at yeah. graves and, you know, yeah. demonstrated emotions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, default, his default yeah. was the right default. Yeah, yeah I like it. Okay. Oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for that. And thank you for sticking oh. around for that question. Please stick around for more on Sermon Q&A. 